have Alan the Savage Babbage on Fight Talk today. Listen, one thing I've noticed with you is the UK fans, they love you, including me, man. I love, I love Savage, man. How are you feeling the love? Yeah, I feel the love. I feel the love every day. I do five of these interviews a day, you know, and I always have time for you guys. And it's I'm, I'm just blessed to be loved by the fans, you know, Savage. They love Savage. Yeah. You know, I'm just a simple fellow, but I love the Savage. And I want to perform. You know, I can't wait to go back to the ring, you know, just to draw blood for, for the fans, you know, like old school guy, you know. But I watched your fight against Shondell Winters. And congratulations on that win, by the way. Well, even when I've been speaking to you before, really nice guy, really seemed very humble. But when you get in the ring, it's a whole, it's a killer. A killer comes out savage for real. It really is like that, you know. I have no respect in the ring for nobody. And outside of the ring, I respect everybody. I respect Shandell Winters, but in the ring, if I went to war with Povetki, I wouldn't respect him. You know, in the ring, I have I have no respect to nobody. You know? that I think that's my strength. Yeah, because yeah. I don't care what's your name. You know, I really don't care if you're tall, if you're short, if you're strong. I fucking, I don't care. You know, it's a different league for me. You know? When do you turn into the savage? Is it just before the fight, or as soon as you step in the ring? Because even well, when I'm watching interviews with you before the fight, you seem very nice, seem very relaxed. But when you stepped in the ring, everything changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah listen, the savage. I, I made the savage, you know. I made the my alter ego, you know. I know I'm I'm aware of it. I'm not mad, you know. I'm not like crazy or something. But I can switch it on whenever I want to, you know. He gets switched on ten times a day, you know. In little bursts, need to concentrate, you know, very hard, and then I can release it like full strength. And I can really do that, you know. And I, I'm proud of that because Alan is a humble guy. I always say, and I can't do all of that. I can't talk to anyone like that. I can't say fuck you to, to all of them. Mm. No, I, I couldn't. I'm too good. But Savage doesn't fucking care about nobody. And I think that's the, the best strength they have, you know, mental strength. Have you always been like that? Have you always had that switch? Well, yes, but not like this, you know, this level. You know, I didn't, you know, doing the, doing the dormant shifts and stuff. So I didn't know how much do I have it in me, you know. I thought I'm going to fucking freeze, you know. <laughs> I'm going to go to Eddie Hearn, you know. A lot of boxers just freeze. They can't do nothing. And and under that stress, under the huge stress of the situation, I rise to the occasion. You know, I, I be, I'm even better than, than I am usually, you know. You mentioned Eddie Hearn, and uh, Eddie Hearn's a huge fan of yours, along with a lot of people, and that Shondell Winters fight really made it for you. Did you expect the kind of response that you got after that fight? Oh, bro, no. I, I got tears in my eyes and I think about it. Listen, I, I really, I always wanted to be a people champ, you know, like Muhammad Ali, like Roberto Duran, like all those guys. I don't want fancy cars, no fancy clothes. I, I fuck with that, you know. And now people call me from my hometown, you know, and he's paying for my apartment, you know. But what the fuck, bro? It's, it's crazy like that. It's crazy. I never expected like this, you know. This is too much, too much. And the ordinary island, couldn't cope with all of this, you know. I have day, I have ten didn't have any time for that because I trained too much. You know? I just, what fifteen days I didn't stop yet. So enjoying everything, you know. Well, a lot of people called you out after that fight. You got no one not called you out, but you was linked to a lot of people. You know, you was linked to Tom Little, Dave Allen. Uh, I've heard you got a fight coming up now, though. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna be on the twenty sixth in the Boatsy undercard. I think it's Boatsy is fighting. Yeah, he's fighting one of my fellow Croatians, Marco Challenge. He's a good fighter. It's going to be a good fight. You know? Actually, Marco Challenge beat me in the amateurs. 
we were together in the cruiserweights. And he's a very good guy, very, very savvy, you know, very experienced. He's 30 something years. So I think I'm going to be on that undercut. Dylan is working hard and Eddie Hearn also. Listen, everybody wants to see me, and that was always my goal. You know, I, I knew I had to impress the fans. I had to impress you. No, it's not Eddie Hearn, because if only he likes me, I'm never going to get a shot, you know. And the fans call out my name, and that's beautiful. I want to fight for the fans. I want to fight three times till the end of the year. That's my goal. You know? I'm so ready. I'm ready like like I didn't even have a fight. You know? so I want to bring the old school back, fighting 10 times next year. That's my goal. You know? When I watch you fight, you look like uh, you got this Joe Fraser kind of uh, Rocky Marsanio-esque style to you. Who do you watch? Is there any old school fighters that you watch? Yeah, of course. I watch all of them. I watch all of the fights. Everything you can find on YouTube, I watched all of the black and white fights, Jack Dempsey's, you know, Rocky Marciano's, and Joe Fraser's, Muhammad Ali is one of my my idols, you know, he was he was a fighter, people don't understand that, he was a fucking fighter, he was like, he was technically sound, the best, but he was a fighter, and, and George Foreman, I took a lot of from George Foreman also, because I, I watched, because I always wanted to fight in heavyweights, but I'm a cruiserweight. But George, I learned how to fight big. I fight big. I don't fight small. You know, mm-hmm. I don't fight like I'm jumping up and down. I fight like a heavyweight. You know, Dillian can confirm that. So George Foreman really helped helped me with that. And I watch George Fraser with the left hook, and that's my my signature punch. You know, I finish everything with my left hook. So yeah, I watch all of those guys all the time. You mentioned Jack Dempsey. Jack Dempsey is a he's a savage as well. Jack Dempsey is a whole different kettle of fish. But uh, one thing I want to mention to you is Jack Dempsey was a small heavyweight, you know. Oh, and he's he, real savage. Yeah. And um, when they asked me, sorry, sorry. sorry. Oh, sorry, brother. You was cutting out a little bit, so I didn't know what was going on. But um, what I was saying was uh, Jack Dempsey, he was a small heavyweight. And a lot of people are saying, you know, uh, Alan the Babbage is a savage, but he's a small heavyweight. Can he deal with the big guys? What do you say to them people? I'm just saying to them, I'm heavier than Jack Dempsey. People, are you crazy? I'm heavier <laughs> than Jack Dempsey, the greatest motherfucker who ever lived. Bro. He's a killer. I'm, I'm, the, I'm actually heavier than Muhammad Ali when he went into the. He was like 195. Mm-hmm. People, people forget what is important. This is the dog fight. This is dogs. So we are, we are the fighting dogs. You know, like 80 kilo, 90. Those. Are, I, I had some losses in cruiserweight. I never lost in heavyweight. Never. I had 20 fights in amateurs in heavyweight, never lost a round. And in cruisers, I lost 20 fights, you know? So cruiser guys are, are much, much harder for me because that is the real heavyweight weight, you know? Be- before it was like that. I know the people were smaller, all that. I know all of that. But, bro, for me, boxing was better before. You no, know, I'm always going to say that. Boxing was fucking better before. Look at the 60s. Look at the the uh, the, the guy who fought Ali, uh, God, the early shavers. Mm-hmm. He's the greatest puncher who ever lived. He was smaller than me. <laughs> what do you want? Do you want a heavyweight or do you want these guys who look big and throw 20 punches around? I threw 96 punches in the first round. I can't do that if, if I have 240 pounds, you know? And now I'm, on, I'm, I'm walking around 220, 218, 220. So that's not small, bro. It's not small, you know? But when the fight comes, Savage takes over and I'm just naturally go down. I naturally go down to my fighting weight, which is 210, 215. And I'm always going to be like that. You know? Even even smaller, 25, 210, 215. That's it. You, know? you seem super old school. 
Like you don't do see yeah. like nowadays you got these heavy like not heavyweights, boxers in general, all sportsmen. They have all these like these wires hooked up to them. They eat certain meals a day. Oh. Are you doing that stuff? You don't. No. <laughs> I, I am in a fight with every every CrossFit guy on the planet because I don't fucking like that. All of these coaches, what do you say? Boxing conditioning. What the fuck is that, bro? What the fuck? What what did Joe Fraser do? He didn't have all these wires, you know. He went 15 rounds with Muhammad Ali. What did Muhammad Ali do? Nothing, bro. No, he didn't have no wires in his head, you know. I think I think that's that's bullshit. Right? I don't like those trainers. I like those trainers. I, I want them to 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 keep working. But when the when the sparring begins, you know, don't fucking don't show up to the gym. You have no no business doing it. Boxing coach should be there, you know. Mm. My boxing coach. He's Olympic coach. He has two Olympians in one club and third one on the way. So, and, and nobody came to him and asked him, what do you do for boxing conditioning? A guy, a guy has 30 years of boxing in his hands. You know? I'm not going to listen to some guy who just finished high school and thinks he, he can, he, he will connect me to the fucking electrocute me or something. <laughs> Fuck, bro. I'm not doing that, you know. You always get on my nerves. You know? um, uh, that threw me off. Croatia, you know your your hum, your beginnings, your humble beginnings. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it was it was fucked up, bro. You know, I, I went. I, I'm from the small coastal town of Rovin. So it's a really small town, like ten thousand people, and you don't have much in Rovin. You can be a waiter, and that's it. You, know, you can be a waiter, or maybe I don't know, head of the shift in a restaurant. And I wasn't about that, you know. I, I don't like when people tell me what to do. You know? I have some problems with the authority. You know? <laughs> so naturally, I choose to do dormant stuff because I'm the boss, at least for that night, you know, and nobody can tell me what to do. So I worked that, and then I started doing MMA. I was in MMA for two years, and then I, I went to boxing gym. Everybody beat me up like a child. You know? I was beaten, bro. And then I said, I want to check boxing. And then night shifts almost every day, and I trained through the day. You know, I didn't have nothing. I didn't want nothing. You know, I, I was always like that. I'm so humble because I don't want all this stuff. If, if I wanted money, I could do stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you can do, you can sell drugs, you can do everything you want. For a fucking bald guy with muscles, I can do everything I want. <laughs> well, uh, are you going to be heading out? I know Dylan White's in Portugal after his loss. Um, are you going to be heading out there at some point to help him with sparring? Yeah, of course. He's he just he already training. You know, we 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 hear like on daily basis. We exchange messages and stuff. And I tell him, bro, whenever you want me, I'm there. You know, if you just have just have to ask, and I'm I'll be there in like ten hours. How much is the flight? That's it. You know, because I gave everything to boxing, and I don't have plan B. You know, and I think everybody who thinks. He wants to do boxing. You must you mustn't have plan B. You know? There is no plan B. Bro. If you have something to to rely on, you wanna be you wanna be dead, but killed by the savages. You know, there is a lot of savages out there. You know, and I'm one of them, and I'm, I'm proud of it because I could have five families. I have thirty years. I don't have nothing. You know, I only I only have something inside of the ring. You know that what you saw with Shondell Winters, and I wanna give that to the people. You know, I want to entertain the people. I, I understand we are just a gladiator. You know, I'm just a modern day gladiator. I, I'm not that special. You're better than me in so many t- stuff. You know, and nowadays boxers are like walking 
no, I'm the best. And yeah, shut the fuck up. You're just a mercenary, you know. People hire us. Half of them people are going to pay to see my blood very soon, you know. So I understand that. And that's my mentality, you know. I'm, I'm different. That's why you can't compare me to all these fighters. Because they are good. But they're like, like I would say, they're animals. They are, they are animals. But I'm a fucking airplane, you know. I'm different. <laughs> I don't go into the ring to box. I don't go into the ring to box. I don't care about what you have. I don't care about what Shandell Winters has. They told me, oh, he has a nice jab. What? I didn't saw that jab. You know? I didn't want to see it. If I want to see the jab, I'm going to lose. I'm not going to jab with, with a guy who has a good jab, you know. I think, so, that's, what yeah, people, I think that's what that's what the, everyone lo- loves about you. It's just that um, the fighting man, mentality. you're a true fighting man. Yeah, true fighting. We are gracious, are a fighting. You know? We are we are good in every, every sport, you know. And I say that all the time. Everybody in Croatia can make it because they are bigger than me. Bro. My my guy who I trained with, Marco Milner, he's ten times bigger and stronger than me. But I'm strong in the head, you know. And we are on the on the sparring. We are the same. I, I'm even better sometimes, but. That is impossible because he's so much stronger than me. And I'm telling him every day, you just got to work on your mind, mindset, you know. And I worked on that for 10 years. It's not easy, bro. It's not easy. It's, you must leave everything and go, go on catching stars, you know, real, literally, literally. I got, they say I got lucky. I didn't got lucky. I worked for it, you know. It just had to happen. You know, I, I'm glad it happened with Julian. But it didn't, I would, I would just continue to search. You know, I would never stop. I had like five more years. Somebody would unreal me. <laughs> do you think that your mentality is so strong because of the way, you know, you grew up in a small town in Croatia? Do you think that was part of your, you growing yeah, up? Yeah, I, I, I was bullied a lot, you know. People don't know that. People can't even imagine that. I was bullied a lot. You know, They threw my fucking school bag out of the 10th floor and stuff, you know, and they beat me in the schools. I went through all of that and I know how it feels, you know, so. It was cutting out. Yeah, I'm just saying because of that, when you when you go through that, you know, some hardship in your life, it makes you stronger. You know? I, I made out of failures. I always say that. I had millions of failures in my life. And that's what made me. And now when, when you knock me out, that's nothing to me, bro. <laughs> that's funny. I'm going to give you my hand because I did it. You know, I, I, I submerged. I emerged, you know, out of the deep water. So all of this is bonus for me. And I just want to enjoy this and I want to, one fans enjoying my fight. You're a proper throwback, innit? Like a proper throwback fighter. You know, like a, the, the Joe Fraser's, like I said earlier, proper throwback. You don't care about records and all that stuff, do you? You just want to get in there and have a fight. No, I hate it. I hate it. Like, you got to have zero. What the fuck? I'm going to fight top guys. I have, I, I fought Chandel Winters. He was 200 places in front of me. I don't care. They just sent me. He had 13 wins, 12 by knockouts. Everybody will say, no, no. Yes, this is going to be a good fight. I don't look for easy fights. I don't care about easy fights, bro. You know, I want to go fast. In the next three fights, I want to go top twenty, top thirty for sure. They're gonna bring me because I don't fight bums. You know, I fought one bum. You know, I don't want to fight bums no more. You know, I fought bums my whole life on the streets. I'm ready. You know, I don't need two no fights. You know, bro. I'm ready now for everything. Where whoever fans want to see me with, I'm gonna go in. You know. Well. What was that uh, that first sparring session like with uh, Dillian White? Oh, it was it was magic. <laughs> it was magic. I had eighty eight kilos. He was like hundred and thirty something. So he had fifty kilos advantage. And I put when I went there to spar, I went with twenty pounds. I had nothing. Bro. I had I just lost my 
my national championship. They, they, they stole it for me. They robbed me, you know, who that doesn't care, but they stole it for me and I didn't have no money. Didn't have anything. And I, they said to me, I don't know, some money to fight Dylan. Yeah, let's, let's go. You know, like a savage. I don't fucking care. And then I went in and I put like five t-shirts on because I was too small, you know. <laughs> they wouldn't even <laughs> let me spar. I put, you, I have a picture, I put five t-shirts and big Everlast on top of it, you know. So I, I was big then, you know. And I didn't want them to see me, so I was fucking skinny. I didn't even eat properly, nothing. So we went to the first two rounds. He, he won the two, two rounds and it was it was fucking hell. You know, I threw, I think, 200 punches for sure in those two rounds. Wow. Yeah, and he was he was averaging, I don't know, you know, 30 something. So you can imagine that sparring is fucking tough for him. For for me also, he, he body snatched me, you know, he snatched me in my fucking neck. You know, my head <laughs> went all over the place. So then he said another round. And we, then we go into the third round, and then he said another round. And we go fourth round, and he said another. And we did five rounds first day. And I didn't break. He he, he wanted to break me, you know. I, I saw it. He's like, he wanted to see what I got. And I just went up, 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 up. I can do 15 rounds with that, you know. So he said, I'm going to manage you. I was like, well, we're going to do what? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, I'm going to manage you. Have a fight in, uh, in Rome in like 10 days. What or dealer? What the fuck? I never got paid for my fight. Like, I got paid maybe a couple of times, like, you know, a couple of hundred uh, euros and stuff. So it was a fucking dream, dream come true. And... Oh, that's good, man. Uh, what, what was your feelings on the day when he lost that fight to Povetkin? Oh, I was, I was, I was shell shocked. You know, I was fucking shell shocked because I would bet my house on Dillian that day. He was so ready. And he was ready and he was better. He was beating Povetkin like nothing. You know, he was beating him up. But I told him all the time, don't wait for him. He's an Olympic boxer. He's an Olympic champion. Don't wait for him. If he can measure you, it's not good. You know, and, and Povetkin did that perfectly. He measured him. He saw the hole. And it was just one punch, you know. Dillian took it. Took it on the chin. He took it very well. He said, well, he caught me. Fuck it. Let's do another one. You know, let's do rematch. Dillian is also savage, you know. He's fucking savage. So I learned a lot from Dillian also. You see how I how I perform on the on the press and stuff. That's all Dillian because Dillian showed me that I can do that. He released me, you know. He said you don't need to. I was like, do can I curse? Well, do the fuck what you want, you know. <laughs> yeah, people will love you. And, yeah. and when I finished that press, I thought people were gonna hate me because I don't curse normally. I don't do that, you know. I don't go on the street. Fuck you. Fuck you. So I thought people was gonna reject me because I was really upset. I wanted to fight Chandel right then, you know? but people took it so well. And oh you know, God, it's beautiful for me. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. But listen, man, it was an honor having you on. Man, I really appreciate it. You know, yeah, bro. Whatever, whenever I'm, you want. Man. 